You have a whole story highlight on your Instagram of staying in a hotel <laughs> and each story is like a different clip. It's truly funny. My most favorite part of the motel one is when you're like, you have to wear socks. And then you played like the sexy sound as you're putting on your socks. Like you could have done so many things, but that's what you picked. And it was it was quite, quite good. Garmy, today on the pod, we've got the siren of Saturn's rings, the astronaut overlord, the count of crime solving, the pillow merch mercenary, the titan of muffin training, the one pair of pants pirate, this admiral's drop and anchor, the baron of bury me alive, the sage of the skit, the quagmire of the quarantine club, block blisters, biggest fan, artist and creator this is sarah jurz this is fits of faith sarah welcome to the pod oh my gosh that was incredible <laughs> you really did your research you know more about me than i do yeah we tried yeah tell me about <laughs> yeah. that that's the first time we've heard that sarah was there a name or moniker that stuck out to you before we move on well funny enough i mean you'll see it soon enough but i am the one fan <laughs> to those fans <laughs> We, I, yes. we did our research. We, it's the one pair of pants. <laughs> it's every single day. Ah, the rider dies as it were. Garmy, welcome back to another episode of Fits of Faith. I'm your host as always, the Prince of Prayer. It's Carson Cooper, and I'm joined by my guy. It's the Osho himself, Theo Reverend Ryan. Theo, how you feeling, big guy? You know, I'm getting over some non-COVID sickness. It sounds a little raspy tonight, uh -huh. but uh, hopefully that'll make the pot a it little special. It sounds hot. Like, it sounds thank like you, I'm like, dude, you. you're cool. Maddie, yeah. your wife, is happy. So are you guys pregnant? No. Stop, Theo. <laughs> we don't want I don't yet. want to bring your family business into this. Guys, we're back with another episode. Today we've got artist and creator Sarah Jurz on the pod, and we're ever so excited to have her. But before we get going, Theo, why don't you do what you do best and you know, do what you do best? All right, Sarah, we are gonna hit you with the infamous fit check. So the question I have for you is would you like God to rain down blessings on your life? Or would you like him to well something up? Meaning, would you like to start your fit check from head to toe or toe to head? Head to toe. Okay, great choice. Okay. Go for okay. it. Wait, just try, I'm going to show you everything here. Or am I just Yeah, visual hey, visuals yeah. are okay. great. Wow. We live this for it. Great. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this hoodie mm -hmm. says greatest mm -hmm. at faithfulness. It's from a Amen. company called yep. Hosea. It is. And they gave it. Then these are my, wow. these are my, do you have a discount code? Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. These are my infamous okay, pants. <laughs> um, these are the coolest yep. pants I own. Um, I, I got them from Target, maybe like in 2012. Nice. And then I, um, and then I ripped Great them year. myself. Wow. Hey. She's a DIY videos. And then soon, these folks. are, I got these for Christmas. Nike, Nike Air Force yep. ones with the black swoop. And the socks are from Walmart, that. and that's it. That's my outfit. Dang, we Come love on. to see it. I was Theo, listening. What did I just lay my? Sorry, I was the oh, one on. episode that I was listening to was, um, I don't know who he was. I'm sorry, but I mean, he was that's like, right. he was explaining everything so crazy, and he had so many different details, and I was just like, <laughs> ooh, mine's gonna be short. Like these, these are my target pants. <laughs> yeah. This is my gray sweater. Theo, what did I just lay my eyes and ears on? That was a complete fit check. Sarah, longtime listeners of the pod know that there are three main subjects, and they are as follows. Garms. Clothes and shoes. God. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the guys. Carson and Theo. Exactly what we're thinking, so there's no better place to start with. With the guys. Exactly what we're thinking. So we stumbled across the Sarah Jurors Instagram and, you know, listen to the music and we, we have plenty to talk about the music later on. But my favorite thing about following you 
is by far the comedy. Mm. It's by far the sketches. Um, and my first question um, is, you have an amazing co-star, um, your friend Logan, is when is the Sarah and Logan pod coming? Because <laughs> there is a podcast waiting to happen between you two that's like touching on 2000s nostalgia <laughs> and just like incredibly weird moments that I think a lot of the Garmy needs to hear. You know what? She is going to be absolutely elated to hear that because she's been wanting us to start a podcast. I mean, for so long. I think it's like, I'm really bad because I'm like, I don't want to have to set it up and then have to edit it and then like figure out, you know, put it out. I guess it's like Mm -hmm. not that complicated, but um, that's really funny. Yeah, that's funny. Again, I guess it should be soon. I feel like I I get like, if I have to do it, like if I, if I feel pressure about it, then I, then I, I lose it, you know? Yeah. I feel yeah yeah that's how I feel about this show like Theo's like Carson when is the episode gonna drop and I'm like don't I'm an artist like I'm an artist don't box me in but well with putting out the amazing and phenomenal music which we'll get to eventually is it any sort of I mean do you think the comedy videos are the secret sauce to somewhat of the success and growth you've seen because I feel like many artists would be like oh no like I have to just do photo shoots of me like with LED lights to promote my new song Yet you came out with like a four part skit <laughs> series of you and your friend like solving crimes, yeah. um, inc- like incredibly like comedic. I mean, is that a reversed engineer way to like gain fans and followers and connect with people? Or is it just like, you know what? Uh, who cares? It's definitely I just my idea like is like I, I'm definitely not I don't like things that feel curated I guess and like I don't like being disingenuous Mm. no like I feel like there's people whose personalities is like I like to you know I don't know I want to do things really well and it's like a certain I don't know personality I don't know I'm just not like that I'm just very go with the flow be yourself and I just know I just don't really care that much about like gaining followers and fans I just don't care if you like it you do you know if you don't you don't and I just like living life you know but it's funny because, yeah, I guess, like, I don't think of myself as, like, an artist. Like, I'm an artist mm-hmm. and I have to. And it's weird. Like, if I ever do start to feel like that, I feel so out of place. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always just have to come back to, like, I'm just going to be myself. And this is what I like to do. I like to make stupid videos. Like, I like to just make, you know, that's what I, that's who I am. That's what I like to do. So, I'm like, why, like, limit myself and be boring? Can you remember the earliest? like skit video you've ever made because even i think of myself theo and i feel like in terms of media and comedy we've come a long way from the skit right Mm -hmm. like we're at we're at like tiktoks that are like just weird like we've come a long way from the you remember smosh on youtube like we've come so far from like the skit so when was like the earliest like skit thing you put together oh my gosh i'm trying to think of like I definitely, since I've had my Instagram, I've been making them for, like, so, I mean, at least since I was, like, in high school, like, um, like a junior, but I'm trying to think, you know, did you ever have, I used to have those, um, I used to have that, uh, those, they were, like, these little white camcorders, but they were just, like. Oh, like the flip cam? Yes, but it was, like, yeah, I just had a little bit, I used to have one of those. I don't know, but my thing is, like, it's super weird. I was actually, like, a really shy kid, which is mm. because I'm not at all now. 
but I was very shy mm-hmm. like and I would have never like like maybe I don't know if I would have ever like maybe I recorded myself a little bit but like I would have never like done it and like shown people but now it's like yeah once I was a junior like once I was a junior senior then I started like doing I love it Theo did you ever do like skit videos I have plenty like I have <laughs> such a catalog he with does. me and my friends he and does. I would be like Oh, look at this. Let's try this. Like even back to like eighth grade, we were doing skits. Like I had this one skit where like these orphans came and stole our hamburger helper. Oh and like it was insane. But Theo, were you ever a skitsman? I feel like I had skits from time to time. I was always the guy that was like had the camera and like making it happen. So more the director uh, feel, you know, like to be in control. Yeah, creative director, dude. Yeah, 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 I could yeah. tell by the glasses. Oh, I could sure. tell by your glasses and the tight rolled <laughs> beanie. Like this dude direct Big some creative, creative over here. actually no i just remembered the, oh, i'm sorry i'm taking it it's over your show sarah again. go for Thank it you so much it's really great to have you guys here today um i <laughs> yeah. want to tell you blessings, a story blessings. uh when i was a kid yeah with my cousins they had a mac when they had the photo booth and stuff and i yes. i would make them yeah we did like um like american idol skits and like stuff like that and like Mrs. yes I loved putting them together. Yeah, it is so fun. And now what's so interesting with something like the tool of Instagram Reels or TikTok, or you have a whole like story highlight on your Instagram of staying in a hotel <laughs> and each story is like a different clip. Yeah. And it's it's truly funny. My most favorite part of the motel one is when you're like, don't ever wear, you have to wear socks. And then you played like the sexy sound as you're putting on your socks for all like the foot fetish people out there. And that was like, like you could have done so many things, but that's what you picked. And it was, it was quite, quite good. Wow. That's really great. Thank you so much. No one's ever like, well, it's funny. People do like bring up recognize your artistry yeah, exactly this is the yeah, first like, time I've... i'm just surrounded by idiots they can't tell how amazing i am i feel like this is the first time the amount of taste that that took yeah. like i really thought long and hard you know and i i went through each one and i was like no this is my vision and yeah and only a few will get it and you're one of those few and i wow feels amazing to be here yeah, it reminds me of an Instagram reel sound right now, Theo, that's like there's girls that get it and there's yeah. girls that don't. <laughs> and I feel like we, because uh, we've been, we become reelsmen ourselves. You know, we're making some reels. reels? Mm-hmm. Mostly me, mostly me during my lunch <laughs> break, you know. Um, I'm really bad at like the lip syncing part of it, but we're working on it. Okay, okay so um, Sarah, before we hit record, you're telling us, you know, your life story and how you know the living situation is up in the air right now we're free agent as it were however you've got some southern california roots and i've loved again watching the videos um seeing a lot of the california vibe i'm curious as we're talking about content and shows and programs what tv show or movie do you feel like captures the southern california lifestyle the best oh wow laguna beach Okay, great. I mean, honestly, though, that's a great show. And it's kind of how it is. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, what are like shows? I wasn't quite, I don't, I mean, I don't know, Theo, you're a Southern California. She's like, I'm too busy making shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm too busy creating the content to consume it. Give me a break. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also got to like pick your region of Southern California. Yeah. It's a very vast area. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, Oceanside is like different than Mm -hmm. Orange County. Like, Orange County is different than it. So I'm like, I don't really know like where that. Well, my favorite, um, my favorite program that captures the Southern California spirit 
maybe it's something I think it is, but it's um the two thousands uh drama mystery program Veronica Mars starring uh Kristen Bell. Yes. Um I love watching shows from the 2000s because mm-hmm. it's like to see how they dressed. It's like this is what y'all thought was tight. <laughs> yeah. Like this is it. Like the puka shells and the baggy pants, like in the frosted tips. It's amazing. So Veronica Mars, great watch. Another phenomenal 2000s flick, Sarah, that I think we could get some commentary on or even some recreations. Um, Theo, it's, it's got to be Smallville. Right. The like origin stories of Superman, like when he lives in Smallville, Kansas. It literally ran from like the year 2000 to 2010, I think. And it like, it, it is that era cast in Amber. It is like, I'm looking it up. So insanely 2000s. You'd never heard of Smallville? Um, no. How dare you? I've, what's, wow. You come I've heard on of this podcast. I've heard of Kyle XY. Yes. Oh, that was another banger. I remember Where's that his one. Belly Where is his belly button? Where is his belly button? Okay. Yeah, speaking of the lost belly button, I want to talk about now some music, Sarah. Um, I listened to, I won't say the entire catalog, but I've listened to a lot of what's on Spotify Mm -hmm. and YouTube. And my favorite track, hands down, and I've listened to it probably 12 times today and then like three or four times before we recorded. And it is All Was a Fairy Tale. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. That's Logan. That is starts, the be- That's Logan's voice on the Yeah. I love it. Yeah, cuz it says featuring Logan. Oh yeah. Histed. Histed. But I love it. I mean, it's so good. My favorite part is like the Jesus. Can you put it on a uh-huh. So, I hate I hate the question when we talk to musicians like explain your sound. So, I'll do this. What artist or band do you think you sound like currently? But then what's an artist or band that you want to sound like? Ooh, that's good. So here's my issue is like, yeah, people will ask, yeah, like, what's your sound or like, what genre or whatever. And I mean, I don't really know. I think I just like, I was telling somebody else, like, it's, I kind of just like play what I know how and then go from there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I wish I was like an incredible musician who could just like, whatever I thought of in my head, I could just like make. And so other than cyberspace, the last, thing I put out um I I just make everything myself and even cyberspace I, I made everything and then I just gave it to them and I was like Can you just like make it better but I mean I don't know who I sound like because I feel like it's kind of all over the place sometimes but um mm-hmm. I mean I don't sound like this right now but hopefully soon I'm gonna sound like um I just started listening to uh, I think her name's Olivia Dean She's super okay. cool. Have you heard of her? No. Oh, but I like her. You're like, mm-hmm, yo. I was like, wow, you heard of her. Um, but she's, <laughs> gassing you she's really cool. And, um, well, even like Madison Ryan Ward. Have you heard of her? Not okay, yet. Okay, well, she's kind of in the- I like how this podcast is just us missing each other's references. <laughs> the whole time. I know. This it's just so like, great. so... <laughs> I mean, Theo is more likely to. I am a classic, like, broken <laughs> so record. Funny. Like, I'll pick, I'll pick an artist and band, and I'll just, like, that's all I'll listen to. Same. And, it like, you'll probably be that for the next couple of days, and it'll be seriously the same song just over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm the again. same way. And that's, yeah. like, Theo can name my top artists. I mean, it's Midland, it's Casey Musgraves, it's John Bellion, and uh, currently it's another country guy named Ian Munsick. Okay. Um, so I've been vibing with him. So I'm not quite 
When I listened to that song, what artist came to my mind is the band Moonchild. Do you know them? So they're like kind of a soul (laughs) funk. Like it's very funky. And as I was listening to that, I was like, oh, yeah, I can feel like the funk vibe in the breaks in the groove. Uh And so that's what jumped to my mind. And so it's rekindling this like, oh, yeah, I'm really into that type of stuff. Let's let's get back here. I think because it's winter here in Colorado. I guess Mm -hmm. it's winter everywhere. Um, But it's been very snowy. So I feel inappropriate. I feel it inappropriate to wear or listen to like summery things. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's against the code. I mean, you, you talked about how you're making so much music yourself. I do have so much admonishment for artists that um, do do it themselves and put out music consistently as opposed to the dude or woman or them, they, that are, oh, hey, like Kickstarter for my album. Like, trust me, pay me to record my own music and then like you're going to love it. Trust me. <laughs> but it's like, dog, like just give us some like. I watched some Mountain Dew video, Theo, yeah. like video produced by Mountain Dew. And there was this dude who literally was nominated for a Grammy for an album that he produced and recorded all on his iPhone, oh, wow. literally 100% on the iPhone. And I'm like, this dude can do it on the iPhone and you got to raise $10,000 to like <laughs> get some studio. Don't even- so talk to me a little bit about that process. Was that ever like you trying to like, get some serious studio time or has it always been, you know what? I have a dream. I have an idea. I'm going to do it myself. That's so funny that you bring that up. There's a lot I could say about that topic, but I probably should hold my tongue. Um, but no, please do. No, I, I, I mean, I definitely, I, I think like maybe everyone's, everyone has different skills, maybe different skill sets. I just like, I started writing when I was like 15 and I don't know, I just came out of nowhere. I just started writing songs. And then I started to sing them for people when I was 17. And then I don't even know what it was. I just was like, I want to record this. And like, I didn't have any dreams. Like, I never thought I would be a musician or like, I never had dreams of being, making music or anything like that. I didn't even sing in front of people literally till I was 17. And, um, so it was so weird. It then just all of a sudden I was like, I just want to make music. So I got a Mac and um, I started using GarageBand and I just kind of figured it out. Like I just started, I would just yeah. record guitar like with, with my mic and then I would go and record like that. And I didn't even have headphones. <laughs> like I would literally just listen on my wow. computer and then I like, you know, then they have like other different like little sounds and I just like, and even to this day, like that's literally what I do is I just like record or like I'll just go on like now I have logic and I'll just someone downloaded logic onto my uh computer and and then I'll just literally just like just like I don't know just I'll just like mess around and like uh experiment kind of and that's how I've made every single one of my things like and I don't know if some people just don't like, I think some people just, like, don't just have different, like, skill sets. You know, like, that just, for whatever reason, like, yeah. came easier to me. And it's, like, really fun for me. Like, it's, it's fun for me to, like, figure it out and, like, just try and, like, try new things. Um, and I would be, like, embarrassed to go to a, like, I like creating like, in my own space. Like, I don't like creating, like, with other people and, like, with people watching me. That just, like, feels mm-hmm. like I don't like it. It gives me, like, anxiety. So... Yeah, I've never, obviously, like, I, it does cost money, like, to, like, when you don't have the skill set, like, like, I've, like, always, I've mixed, mastered all my things, like, and there's, like, websites, you know, that, like, you just, like, kind of put it through, 
but I've paid like I paid like my friends like you know to help me produce it like you know and and they obviously like they have a skill set that they should get paid for so it does cost money but I mean my philosophy is like you should make your own money and get it done I don't but I know yeah. that some people fundraise and stuff and that's great but to me I'm like I make my own money so if I want to do something I can make money to do it right speaking of which Sarah's Cash App link is Sarah Jules uh, <laughs> on Spotify. That's with an H J U E R S. Oh wow, thanks. You can go ahead and fund her. Sorry, <laughs> yes. I take back. So I take back. Boring. No, no, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. I take back everything you said. Um, definitely, I don't believe in making your own money. I definitely believe in people funding you. Which, Just cut that which, guys, you can support the. Like you can support Fits of Faith right now <laughs> through Anchor at as low as ninety nine cents a month. Yeah, come on. Um, we literally have one person that supports us ninety nine cents. There a you month. go. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, that makes a big difference. Okay, I heard you say that you love the aspect of having your own space and creating in that way. Has that affected um, the idea of collaboration and even songwriting? Do you have a gang of people you songwrite with? Or is it, you know, it's just you and Logue just, you know, tearing into it with the cats? <laughs> it's literally just me. Yeah. Um, I, songwriting to me is, like, very, like, and even more so, well, always, but, and then especially recently, like, with the stuff that I've been writing about, like, it's just, like, a healing time and, like, just trying to figure out, like, what I'm feeling even. Like, I usually come into songwriting, like, I have no idea what I'm feeling. Like, let me just try to figure it out. And so it's like a processing time, which I don't like doing that with people. <laughs> I'd rather do it by myself. Yeah. Um, because when you're by yourself, like you don't have to like be nervous about what you're going to say. You know, so it's kind of like I definitely like being by myself. I actually, for the first time, really, I went and played. Um, I went to my friend's house and there was this other kid there and um, they're like, OK, we're going to maybe write a song or something. And so we kind of wrote together. But. It's just a totally different experience and like a totally different like feel of a song, you know? So um, it was cool. But yeah, I definitely, I mean, I prefer like. In terms of the pendulum of when creativity strikes, are you someone that drops everything they're doing when they get an idea? Or do you set apart creative time to be creative? And, um, I mean, I definitely would say more so the first part. Because also like if I don't, if I don't do it right then, I'm going to forget. So, like, and if I just, I try, like, you know, like, I always try to tell myself, like, okay, like, you have to spend this much time, like, doing this. And I do think that's a great idea, and it's a great thing, and I'm working on that. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, if I have, like, an idea, I definitely want to get it done as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. My wife is classically telling me that I'm always jump the gun. And we're seeing it with our children now, Theo, like with Cannon, yeah. that's my older son, is that he's just like me where he like he gets an idea in his head and he has to do it right then. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not like me. And Stacey's like, yes, yes, it is. Like in Arizona, there'll be times where we're loading up in the car and I see that there are leaves on the driveway. And I'm like, I just need to like, I just need to leaf blow the driveway like right now, like before. And they're like, we're getting in the car to leave. I'm like, I know. But like, this email, my I just need to, I just need to. Yeah, like I just need to do it. Like I just need to. And so uh, I can totally identify with that. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you, and Theo, of course, feel free to chime in. Right. But you're taking such a unique route in terms of like the artist image. And you talk about, you know, on my favorite song, we talk about the image of somewhat 
talk to me a little bit about the marriage of like content and art, right? Because if I'm being honest, Theo, on Instagram a lot, we're doing content. Like we're doing right. pieces that are trying to serve a purpose or inspire people in a way, whether it's a clothing item or we're trying to bring humor. Um, but podcasting can feel like an art in a way. But talk to me a little bit about the formula or the division of like, no, I create art and I let people vibe with it. Or no, there is some strategy behind the content, you know, that I produce and post. Yeah, great question. Um, It's kind of the same. I mean, I feel like I feel like all of and like I said, I think this is just me personally. I think everyone is their own person and has their own perspectives, you know, Mm -hmm. but me personally, like I just feel like compartmentalizing yourself like is just so dangerous. Like it's kind of like compartmentalizing like, okay, well, this is my faith and then this is me as an artist and then this is me like when I'm with these people. And then this is me, like, when I'm at my job. Like, I just feel like that's such a dangerous way to live because then you're just, like, it's not real. Like, you, like, are a fake mm-hmm. version to all of those people. And so my, like, goal in life, like, I definitely, like, or the thing that matters to me most, I think, is, like, just being who I really am no matter where I am and no matter what, like, platform I'm on. Like, so if I'm on Instagram, like, I never want to not be myself like mm-hmm. and I not like I said not that there's anything wrong maybe with like people who curate content but like when it becomes when it becomes about content it loses all the joy like it like literally is a fun sucker like and I hate that mm-hmm. like if I'm gonna be on Instagram like I want to have fun and if I'm gonna be posting things like I want them to be fun or meaningful in some way like and like I said, every time if I start to think like, oh, well, artists are creating content and they're like have a certain presence on social media and da, 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 then I'm like, OK, well, I need to start doing that. But then I remember I'm like, I don't even like people who are doing that. Like, I don't like what they're doing, like who are just artists on Instagram. Like, that's not fun and exciting to me. Like, I'd rather know who you are as a person. So and like I said, again, just my opinion. But yeah, I mean, I definitely don't, I definitely don't curate content. I just like to just have fun. And like, I, and if I ever feel like I'm like, it's becoming weird or like, I'm feeling some type of way about it. Like I always like just step back until like, I like have a new, like healthy relationship with social media. Totally. Totally. Um, I guess one last question you briefly mentioned, um, you know, processing how you feel through music. And I think I one of the things I always admire about artists and musicians is the way they're able to maybe pull things out of themselves in the constraint of whether it be songwriting or poetry or whatever. And I think when, you know, you think about it like just logically, if I was to ask you how do you feel, I would think that you'd be able to express yourself more when you didn't have any boundaries. But I, I'm sure what you begin to find is you probably are able to do that a lot more in the constraint of, uh, you know, time signatures and chord progressions and all sorts of things like that. What do you think it is about those boundaries specifically that allow you to express yourself better than maybe no boundaries? That was like such a beautiful question. <laughs> like, I know. Theo, it, I'm like, my gosh, I should let you talk more. <laughs> like, wow. That was like literally such a beautiful question. I'm like, I miss it all. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is exactly like if you were to ask me how I'm feeling, like I, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. And like when I'm getting really flustered, I'm like, I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like, but put music on and it's like, and then somehow I know, I don't know what it, I think it's like, well, I, you know, like in, there's like a verse in the Bible where it's like, you know, bring me the liar or bring me that, you know, something. And because this is my like thought is like, I feel like God, there's something about music that God, when he created it, like he made it for the human soul, like to be able to connect with him, like in music in itself, like I'm going to sound like a hippie, but like, it's like, it really is like, like everything in the world really is so connected. And like, when you like the time signatures and stuff that you hear and like the fact that like space and everything is all like working in like a beautiful rhythm together, like nothing is out of its place, you know, like even Mm -hmm. with everything going on, like everything does work together. And like, it's like a beautiful song in a way, you know, how the earth is just existing. So I feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, and like when you listen to, to a song or something, like it brings you to a place that you like, you can't go outside of it. So I feel like it's just like the, the channel avenue that like allows you to just like quiet everything else, you know, Mm. and Mm. like just be able to connect with God and like, and even your own self and like bring out like what's going on. (laughs) I love it. I believe at the time of this episode posting, we'll have already posted this previous episode, but a mentor of mine and my wife's named Rachel Culver just published a book called, called, called to sing. Uh, and she's like a prophetic worship leader and her husband's amazing. They've written many songs. Um, and so I'm like, we need to get that book into Sarah Jur's hand so because cool. I think it'd be a good. Uh, and, and Theo, and we'll talk about this when we record that episode, but I'm actually featured in the book. I'm hey. actually on page oh, 79 wow. with the testimony. <laughs> okay. So you could say I'm a published author, but okay, moving on from there, Sarah, that's going to wrap our guys section. Now we're going to move on to the Garms, where we get into the nitty-gritty meat and potatoes oh of the brands and styles that you enjoy rocking. I forgot there was two more questions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I thought we were done. No, no, I was, no, like, far from I was like, wait, this is so short. I was like, wait, I wish, I hope we had more, and then that's what we do. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so moving forward, how would you describe your personal style? Um, so as you can tell, I mean, I'm not like the, the most, um, I don't know, quote-unquote fashionable person, but... I think that's literally what you said when we DM'd you. You said like, ha ha, you think I'm fashionable? <laughs> I was actually like genuinely curious. Like I was like, I actually confused. I was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. And then I was flat. And then I was like, wait, okay. Um, no, but I think um, what's funny is like, I feel like in my head, I'm like, feel like so edgy and I want to be like so edgy. Well, like I'm like not an edgy person, but <laughs> no, you're really edgy and tough. Yeah. Like, I, it's really intimidating plotting yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. That's like how I like am in my like head. if I saw you in Trader Joe's, <laughs> I'd be like, uh oh, like that tote bag looks intimidating. Wait, that's like, so we, funny. you see how many stickers are on her Nalgene? Like, okay, guys, let's turn and run. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I feel like in my head, maybe it's like wanting to be what I'm not. Like, I'm like, if I'm really, mm. I don't know, I like like. And I also just, I've always loved the color black. Like, that's just, I mean, it's not even, like, trying to be any type of way. Like, I just like that color. Like, when I was in middle school, my dad would be like, Sarah, you look depressed. Like, don't wear that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not depressed. You're like, it's not a phase, dad. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, like, emo. And he's like, just, Sarah, <laughs> it's Florida. It's 110 no, degrees is... with 400% humidity. And you're like, <laughs> no, so no, what? No. I've got chains between my pants. <laughs> I didn't grow up. They're jinko, I didn't dad. grow up in Florida. Let's get that straight. Okay, yeah, Theo, shut up. 
<laughs> no, but I was 15 when I went to Florida. No, but I, I do specifically remember, yeah, it was like a during in California where they have like the L, I don't know what you call them, El Swamio or something. The El Nino. And like it's like it was yep. super hot or something. And I, I was just like wearing black jeans. But anywho, but I still, so that to this day, like I like my favorite outfit is just like all black. Mm-hmm. I just like it. And I feel like it doesn't feel like kind of mysterious. Like it's like trying to be cool, you know, because I'm like not mysterious or cool. So yeah, I think I like try to, you know, but um, I, I like like being able to experiment with fashion now because I um, only wore jeans and a t-shirt up until like I was like 20 because mm. like I'm like really tall and like lengthy and awkward. So like I just always wanted to like fit in as much as possible. So now that I'm like mm-hmm. more like comfortable with myself, now I can like explore you know, more fun things. I love it. You said something insanely profound, and Theo, it's unlocking so many like secrets inside of me. What power of a true artist, honestly. Yeah. Is you were like, I dress like something I am not. <laughs> and we always preach on the pod of like dress, you know, like don't dress like anyone else, like dress like you. But I think there's like this unique thing that we gravitate towards this thing we like ultimately know we are not. Uh-huh. In my example for longtime listeners is like I'm cowboy coop right now. Like I'm full blown like Western vibe. Like I've got on a pair of Wranglers right now. <laughs> but I am like the least cowboy person but on the face of the you earth. You listen like, to a lot of country. I'm probably a. Aller- yeah. <laughs> sure. And I listen to country music and I'm like allergic to horses. <laughs> and again, my hands have never seen work. But like. I think what I am not is so cool, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Like, and so it's not a like, you know, fake on yourself or don't be who you are. But Sarah, you unlock some interesting aspect of like, maybe that's where some of our fashion inspiration comes. And ultimately, right? Because that's what we're aspi- inspiring, aspiring, inspired to be, to be yeah. and asp- aspiring to be is something we are not. Yeah. Theo, thoughts on that? No, that's so good. It's like the opposites attract vibe, right? Like, that, but I really feel like we need to do like some sort of sketch of you wanting to be a cowboy, but just being allergic to horses. I didn't know that yeah. until just now. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm like allergic to all animals. So my idea funny. of like, yeah, I need to go ride horses, work with horses. Like some days when I like, and I made a reel about this, but when my family's leaving our house, I'll stop by our like trash can and it's, it was snowing outside the other day and I'm like, I'm so tough. I'm taking out the trash in snow. Like, I'm just like a rancher. And I'm like, I'm such a weenie. Like, I couldn't do anything that these guys, like, actually do. Um, And I would just get allergic to the horses. Like, they'd be like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's fine. I'm just, like, kind of allergic. Like, it's fine. And I'd be like, like, what are you I'm scratching the top of my mouth. It's, like, itchy because I'm the horses. And, like, their poop and all types of stuff. Okay, that being said, Sarah, no. do you have any brands that you're really into right now? Or, um, well, I'll start with there. Any brands and styles you're really loving right now? Um, Target and Walmart. Um, I don't I like. It. I don't follow any fashion brands. Funny enough, I work for one, but um, Ooh, yeah. oh, do tell. I work for NDA. You can't Johnny say. was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, can oh, I don't know them. It's like for like um older women. But um, nice. oh, I yeah, it. I don't really follow fashion brands. I really like Nike shoes, which is funny. I, I grew up, growing up in California, like I only owned white Vans and Converse. Mm. And then when I moved to Florida, everyone had like 
Jordans and like other things. And it was so funny. The first day I went to school in Florida, this girl like looked at me and she was like, your shoes are dirty. And I was like, is that a bad thing? I was like, I'm like so confused. You're like, they are hecka dirty because I was at the kickback last weekend at Daisy's house. (laughs) Pastor Kyler was grilling up dogs and we went to the pier. That's exactly how I talked. And um, no, it was so funny, like such a, like a culture shock of like what people thought was cool. But so like now, yeah. all of a sudden now, like now I'm like into the whole Nike, you know, situation. That's yep. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Keeping them clean. I love it. Okay. That being said, it, when it comes to like the trend cast or, um, you know, just the idea of like evolving style, is there a trend or something you're excited about that's piqued your interest that you're like, you know what? I think I may try that. Okay. Yes. You know what I really wanted to try is like, um, I love the whole, like, I love like how everyone's getting into the baggy jean phase. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's been a while now, so I'm like, now, like, by the time I do it, like, it's going to be like past, but I love the whole like baggy jean and I love the whole like bell bottom jean kind of thing. Not, not bell bottom, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like more like flare, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, yeah. Super, dare to flare. I'm super into it. I don't have any, but. Because I'm so tall, like, I can't just, like, go buy pants. Like, it's just so complicated. Mm-hmm. So, um. So complicated. Yeah. So, but I would love to get a nice pair of uh, that. Well, actually, Logan, her family friend, um, I just, like, gave her a pair that, like, that I could try on. So, hopefully that'll work out and then I'll start wearing them. Let's go. We'll piece something together. Is your, like, clothing acquisition, um like strategy are you just going you know to normal retailers is thrifting a part of your you know personal style or acquiring clothes um yeah i well i used to i really was into the whole thrifting thing um Mm -hmm. i loved like going to like yeah salvation army and all that stuff and i got a bunch of cool pieces like from there that i really like like i loved like denim um i really like denim in general and then like denim button downs and like stuff like that i don't really (laughs) i don't really go shopping that much which is funny but but yeah but i did but i have like a bunch of clothes like from like when i was 15 still so i'm just like still wearing them and i get sweatshirts come on when you're going to um sing somewhere perform somewhere how much thought goes into the fit before you go to perform well i already know that i'm going to be wearing these pants so that's yep. check one. So that's that's one thing. Just <laughs> and to I'm, and I'm going to be wearing these shoes and probably right. a pair of high socks. Like it's like yep. actually embarrassing. But I was like, I'm like, but maybe I'll just say it's like curated. Like I'm like, maybe I'll just like, pretend like that's like what I'm trying to do. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I always wear. Yeah, that's my brand. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to create it to, to be on brand so that like I just always can wear the same thing. Um, and I usually like I love like crew neck sweaters. Mm-hmm. I have this. I have so many nice ones from Walmart, like just like plain crewnecks. I like to be comfortable when I'm singing. Like so, usually yeah. actually I have to wear my Converse because they're like small, like and like fit my feet, so like I don't have to worry about my feet when I'm singing. <laughs> and um, yes. big concern as one often does. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like if I'm wearing chunky shoes, it's like and then it's like oh my gosh, like am I gonna put them like on the stool? Like what if they're like too big? Like, it's like I'm like because then mm-hmm. I like, kind of have big feet, so it's like a whole thing. But um. No, yeah, I like to be comfortable. Obviously, I want to look good, like as possible. 
but I right. also Same. like want to be comfortable because I like if I'm uncomfortable, totally. I'm gonna be. Like, Amen. Speaking of the the comforter, the great comfort, we're gonna move to our last and final segment of the pod titled "God," <clears throat> where Sarah Jers, we give you the pulpit and you get to go off on what God is doing in your life. So without any further ado, Sarah, the floor is yours. Oh man. Okay, so now it's really my ship. Okay, so oh my gosh, there's so many things to say. It's been such a um. It's been an insane couple, well, like, last six months. Um, I would have never, I guess, I would have never imagined life to have been the way that it happened, I guess. And there's a lot of things that I had to um, work through and are still working through, like events that happened in my life and stuff and around me. Um, But I feel like one of the things, like, Obviously, I think that God's teaching me is like just to try to trust in him because um, you just really have no idea like what's around the corner and you can't plan your life around it like and you can't ever plan for what's going to happen. And um, yeah, just trust. I mean, I'm like answering the I feel like right now I'm like wrestling with the big questions is like. Which I, that I never, almost in a way, never wrestled with, like, of, like, I always was, like, okay, well, God is good, so, like, that's my staple, and every, no, no matter what happened, it was, like, okay, but God is good, so let me see it from that perspective, and then, uh, to be completely honest, like, I kind of, like, I think because, like, I wasn't in my word, I wasn't meditating on who God was, I'm not praying and stuff, so it's, like, I was kind of just, like, living in, like, la la land in a way and then a bunch of really crazy stuff happened and so all of a sudden then I was like left to wrestle with like okay well if God's good then like how did this happen like why would he allow like Hmm. this really bad thing to happen like there's no reason why this should have happened and it's like okay like the answers of well you know God can use it for good and all that stuff like wasn't sufficient for like what was happening and um like I'll I mean I'll just tell you so my uh, my pastor's wife, she had a baby and then she got a pulmonary embolism, almost died. And then, wow. but then, um, it triggered like a bunch of stuff like PTSD, postpartum, all, like all this stuff happened. And then over the course of like four months, her brain just like literally like deteriorated and was like fighting against itself. And she ended up taking her life. And wow, that was her fifth baby. And so mm-hmm. it's five babies. Um, and I smile because I'm nervous. Um, but so it's it's like my it was like, why did God let that happen? You know, why couldn't he just heal mm-hmm. her? Like, what's the point of all that stuff happening? You know? And so I was wrestling with that for a really long time. And even still, but um, but yeah, like just questions like that of like God's goodness and like trusting in his plan and like figuring out like, you know, it's like you know, that life is still a blessing, even though it also can be a curse in a way. Like, and even though there's so much pain, like there still can be beauty and there still can be good. And like, just, I think the biggest thing I'm learning is just like, genuinely when you do not feel some type of way, like when you don't have the emotional, like high of things and when like, you don't feel the love all the time, it's like just trusting and knowing, like, and deciding I'm going to follow Jesus. And I'm going to follow what he says because I know that it's good. And I'm going to decide that it's 
like I, I know it is the right thing and I know it he is the way the truth and the life so I'm just gonna do it and so that's like what I've been learning is like I've been following Jesus like really really I mean my whole life and then especially from 13 I was like sold out you know and so it's like for so long it's like you know you like all you know hype about it and everything and then not that you can't stay like that but you know then all of a sudden you you don't have all those feelings anymore and it's kind of like okay well what am I going to decide to do like what do I really believe Mm. and um but yeah choosing to live in such a way because I'm just choosing to do it because I know that it like I said I know that God is the way the truth and the life so even though I don't understand what's going on and I don't have the answers to questions and I don't like see silver lining and I don't see like how it's going to be worked out for good um or if it ever will be like just choosing to trust I'm just going to obey you because I know it's good like and I'm just going to sit at Mm -hmm. your like your right hand and I know I'll find joy and I know I'll find peace there and so yeah I feel like that's what I'm learning and like in, in the middle of doing is just like readjusting my life like I'm just going to decide to live this way and I know that then like deciding to live that way is going to cause everything else like instead of waiting for inspiration to like live the way of God like you're just not gonna sometimes you're just not gonna feel like you want to do it so yeah that's what I've been um that's that's what God's been doing in me right now so yeah just the choosing I love it. That's beautifully said. I mean, both Theo and I can relate in the way of having a crazy past year. And um, I had a pastor once say, and it's kind of funny, but new levels, new devils. You know what I mean? Like the further we go in this life, like life can just, it thinks of new ways to hit you harder. It's just like, how could this be any more challenging? How could I go through this? Um, One thing that I've like witnessed in my life is that like, maybe when we're out of the storm right like god reminds me like how close he actually was right and it's that and you don't get like top marks for keeping a good attitude it's like all right sarah a plus like this is gonna work out for good because you resolved you resolved to like not be upset um however i think your point of is saying like i'm just gonna still stay close like i'm gonna still stay close and when that storm you know, subsides to a certain point, he reminds us of how close he was to us. And I think there's a tenderness and it re it reopens the wounds in such a healthy way to like pour in that, um, hydrogen peroxide. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, that just reopened the wound and it stings, but it like, it hurts so good. You know what I mean? And so Sarah beautifully said, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us before we get you out of here. We've got to talk about the post tithe pickup, aka the PTP. Meaning, after you gave your ten percent to the good Lord, what was the last item, clothing or otherwise, that you acquired? And then, what's the next item you have your eyes set on, ready to pull that trigger? Post tithe pickup. That's funny. I appreciate. I appreciate that you do tithe first, because God first. Come on. Um, yeah. Well, that's the whole premise, Sarah. Is like. It's okay to be into clothes. It's okay to be into stuff, but you have to have your like priorities straight. Like you have to like be wise with your money. So it's okay to buy a thousand dollar shoes. It's okay to buy five hundred dollar <laughs> shoes as long as like your finances are straight and your bills yeah. are paid and you're not I'm cheating on God. So go, go, go on. I can, the Airbnb is shored up. My Airbnb is paid. Yeesh. Um, what's the last thing? Okay, so clothing. Well, 
or otherwise, like just anything you picked up that you're stoked on. Well, this arrowhead has been really amazing. Rainwater is great. <laughs> oh, shit. Guys, out. can we talk about, wait, but inflation is real. I mean, obviously, like, no one's saying it's big, but oh my gosh, like, it's insane. We went grocery shopping and we we're like, okay, let's just get a few things, like, nothing crazy. We spent 130 bucks. I was like, <laughs> I was like, especially in California, man. No, literally. And like we're apartment honey right now. I'm like, I'm getting priced out. Like, where am I supposed to live? Anyhow, um, the last thing I picked up, well. People in Arkansas are like, come on through. They're like people in yeah. Iowa. Yeah. They're like, come on, man. We'll pay you to live here. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like I told, I don't really, I'm trying to think like, what's the last thing I bought? Oh, this was like probably, I mean, like last year, but it was like one of the last times I made a clothing purchase was. I bought these really amazing shorts that I really like from Old Navy, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I really like them. They're high-waisted, and they have buttons, and they're like kind of yeah. like long and like kind of flare, and they're really cool, and I really like them, and I've been yeah. wearing them a lot. Um, and then also, okay, this is, this is a Christmas gift, but I also got a blazer. So like, Ooh, some, blazer behavior. Yeah, I love so it. Like speaking of things, it's like, you know, when you dress like how you want to be, like I'm like the opposite of business casual, like as a person, but like, I definitely love the business casual look. So I got a yeah. really cool mm. blazer, and I love it. Great. I love it. Okay, so is there any item that's on your chopping block that you have your eyes set on? You're like, oh, that would be nice to have. Maybe like a gallon of milk. You're like, yeah. Speaking one day we'll be able to. live. <laughs> yeah. Well, a full tank of gas. Yeah, no, genuinely. I mean, if I could afford to live in a two-bedroom, two-bath in New York City, that's like mm. i mean that's the holy grail i yeah. need like a thousand dollars more a month mm. at least maybe two but um did i no, let's get those streams up do, do you yeah, guys remember so, her cash, cash app, app link? <laughs> yeah yeah so back to that cash so back app to cash app back to definitely stream my song um because i need to live but <laughs> that's funny <laughs> I love it. Sarah, you absolutely killed all three segments of the pod. So there's nothing left to do but to roll out the red carpet for you. Tell the people where they can find you and anything cool you got going on. Okay. Well, cool. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Sarah Jers, J-U-E-R-S. You can find me on Spotify, Sarah Jers, J-U-E-R-S. A lot of vowels in there, so don't get, you know, don't get confused. Um... I have a Twitter that I'm never on, so don't follow me there. Um, Apple Music, Tidal, anywhere you stream music, you can find my music. Got some stuff on YouTube. Yeah. I love it. Anything cool that we need to keep our radar, you on our radar for? Well, okay, yes, because I want to put out some songs, obviously. Um, <laughs> just by um, I think I want to put out a single soon. I, there's like so many different directions like I've had I have so many songs that I just kind of made throughout the past year or so so like I'm trying to figure out which direction I want to go but definitely a new song coming soon Let's come go. on we love it we're excited Garmy this has been another episode of Fits of Faith Sarah thank you so much for hanging out with us today be sure to stream Sarah's music on everywhere listen to my favorite song All Was a Fairy Tale uh, a trillion times let's get her to NYC Garmy <laughs> Thank you for rocking with us. This has been another episode of Fits of Faith. As always, we leave you with this. It's blessings over stressings. Peace. Peace. Peace.